that is purely that is that is nothing that you like you can just do that like you I know it'd be funny content with anything funny content they can't even see it yeah, you know it's funny. i think yeah, it's funny. funny content is uh not actually being able to see visual jokes that is funny that's mm. basically like most of our jokes that's true i may or may not be wearing a full-on or a half i guess christmas yeah bobby's wearing Santa no suit. pants it right is, now okay it is bold of you <laughs> to call that full on <laughs> and honestly it's a little disrespectful to santa claus in general mm. yeah honestly it's i don't know i would describe it as violent oh okay <laughs> okay listen uh, listen boys this stinks so. a hat and a coat does not santa make it does not <laughs> that's a great quote mm. i'm mm. gonna take this off though because it stinks like storage it's also mm. uh toasty in it's here. pretty toasty yeah, yeah, i'm know? dying of heat stroke and if you're wondering why i got up this is the most chaotic start yeah the amount of chaotic energy in um <laughs> listen in i just hit record right now. <laughs> i just hit record it doesn't necessarily mean this is the beginning of the episode no, this is the beginning of, we're, yeah, we're leaving this all in because it all gold. stays in baby oh my god you and your notes <laughs> how many notes can you have on the bystander effect Let's which is what we're talking about today four yeah. pages now that we're getting into it, we're talking about the bystander effect. Bobby specifically. First of all, what's up, Jack? I haven't seen you in a week. It's been a week. It's been a while. It's been a week. How's life going? It's been. Um, <laughs> life has been good. I've been playing a lot of Rainbow Six Siege. Oh, okay. Big fan of this game. A little gamer's corner. Yeah. A little gamer corner. Yeah. Welcome to Jack's gamer corner. It's Listen, a new segment we're going to have. You got to update uh, the Minecraft server because we got bees now. Bees? I yeah. need to check the server to bees. see if, if, if the client is available because that's what uh, that's what, the thing is i would have updated it uh, before but when you were like it's not updated i was like oh there's no <laughs> client available but it probably is available now because it's been for a while yeah um yeah we gotta get those bees on there hey shout out I, this is a call to action Ooh, call to action Ooh, right off well the bat. not really it's a personal <laughs> call to action yeah if anyone is having the you the the bug with rainbow six or you play in general <laughs> where you get disconnected randomly it's error code like x zero 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 c15 if anyone <laughs> if anyone is having that issue and knows how to i've already tried all the like uh, like ubisoft support it's like go to this th- you know what Zach Zach's friend works on For Honor, but he works for Ubisoft. So maybe Zach's friend knows a guy who can yes. exactly fix my issue. You mean so, Zach of Zach and Aaron and Fame? Zach of Zach and Aaron Fame. His okay. friend is okay. like the project director for For Honor. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty That's cool. Really for him. cool. So him or her? Let me. Uh, yeah, let me get Zach to give me that that guy's. I think Absolutely. it's a dude. Yeah. Their number, so I can call them. Totally. Um, but if any of our listeners know it, I really want to play Rainbow Six without disconnecting every match. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that sounds frustrating. Because it's really fun. Yeah. Speaking of fun, I just got the uh, new Control uh, DLC last oh, night. Oh, there's Control Ooh. DLC. Yeah, they announced it, it a, at the Game Awards that they're like, oh, hey, guess what? You get free it's DLC. Live now. Free yeah. DLC? Yeah. That's the best. Yeah. I was like, this is dope. So, so I, I played a little control. bit of that, but then also realized because I've been replaying God of War that I forgot how to play Control well. Uh-huh. So I just kind of got my ass kicked a bunch really quickly. Because it's very unforgiving. Anyway, I love um, it. Great if you don't know dude. who I am, yeah. I'm your uh, I'm your just standing by Jack. Oh, okay. oh that's topical. That's topical. <laughs> that is topical. I am your bystander B body. That's a yeah, that's nose, right, right there. Well, you know what? I'm right your blameless B Brent. Okay, because oh, this oh, is a cool. See, that's A to C. That's, that's A to C. Yeah. Me and you, we were A to A. No, yeah, that was real good, Brent. That was like. 
improvising on the spot. Except I've looked it up ahead of time. I was like, that's ah, a good one. Yeah. I was like, that's a wow. good one. All right. Wow. Enough about these silly games. Yes. Oh, you guys. know what, Bobby? Did you feel like a bystander in that conversation that me and Brent were having right there? <laughs> yeah, because I had no idea what you were talking about mm-hmm. for a little while. Well, you're a gamer Zeros boy. and ones and X's and O's. I have yeah. no idea. Lead hacker. There was a freaking TikTok that I saw that was like, I, I think I have it saved. Um, but it's like, it's it's got to do with like lead hacks or XO zeros and ones. <laughs> Um, it's underscore underscore. Right, you continue on. Is it Brent's secret TikTok account? right? Yeah, I've been I've been talking the ticks. <laughs> Is that what you kids are doing? Yeah, that's what kids do these days. Oh, so yeah, six, six, we six. are talking about the bystander effect today. And if you don't know what that is, well, my friends, you are in for a big old treat. As Brent is uh, stripping over there. Yeah. Brent, I'm giving the boys a big old treat over yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. That's the biggest treat of all. Right no, there. it seriously is warm in this. War- no, it's hot in here. I didn't yeah. take my sweatshirt off. Warm in this room. I don't so, have it saved. No. So I just want to know what what do you guys know about the by, bystander effect before we um, get into this episode? Has something to do with mob mentality, maybe? Kind of. <laughs> Brent, what do you know? Um, Mainly... uh. Not a lot, but I do remember this like very like famous case of that everyone kind of like cites as like the big example oh. of the bystander effect, where like this woman got like murdered in the streets of New yeah, York. Yeah, she was bleeding out, right? And like no one helped her or yep. something, and like a bunch of people witnessed it. That's yeah. I don't remember like the specific name of the case or anything. Oh, we will be talking about this I know, case. I, that the was, case of Kitty Jevenice. That's the one. Yeah, I know that one. Genevieve. And I, by know it, I mean, there's like a video of it, isn't there? I think there's a documentary uh, yeah. about like the whole incident Probably. and like the truth, the truth of the sitch. Yeah, there's there's some truths and we're going to get into that later in the episode. Uh, no. So make sure you stay tuned for this because this is a real interesting psychological phenomenon here. <laughs> so basically, I'm going to <laughs> describe to you guys what the, <laughs> the psychological phenomenon is. The All bystander right. effect. Tell me, Bobby, tell me. I'm going to tell you right now. So the bystander effect occurs when the presence of others discourages an individual from intervening in emergency situation. So the idea is that the greater the number of bystanders, the less likely it is for any one of them to provide help to a person in distress. People are more likely to take action in a crisis when they or few others are the only ones present. So... This is due to a diffusion of responsibility. Wait. If the Oh, so the more people they are, the yeah. less likely they are to help. Where if it was one person and one person, they would be the most likely to help, right? Right. Like if you were in a room and someone was like choking, you would run over and help them if you were the only other person. No. But if there were like, you know, 20 people in a room, you might assume that other people would no, I would, never, I would never help. No, them. I would also start <laughs> choking. So, so man, you help me. That's like the reverse. The real that's like the reverse bystander effect. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, there is a reverse bystander effect. I, I'm the we'll stand buyer effect. The stand buyer. Stand buyer. So, Let's all say it again. Like Graham was saying, <laughs> there there's this big case that kind of popularized the bystander effect, and it's the case of Kitty Genovese. Yeah, it's so overrated now. Yeah, it's so overrated. So this is the story. <laughs> it's been done. It's been, oh, it yeah, made, it's they made it done. so popular. Now it's just, you know, I preferred it before it was corporate. Yeah, you it's know? mainstream. Before, there was a documentary. Before a big bystander got involved. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so... Excuse me. Sorry. No. I'm too funny. <laughs> you are funny, boy, Brent. So in the early hours of, of March 13th, 1964, 
28-year-old Kenny Jedevice was stabbed outside the apartment building across the street from where she lived in an apartment above a row of shops in New Gardens, Queens, New York. Two weeks after the murder, the New York Times published an article claiming that 38 witnesses saw or heard the attack, but none of them called the police or came to her aid. The incident prompted inquiries into what became known as the bystander effect, or the Genovese syndrome. And the murder became a staple of American psychology textbooks for the next four decades. So, yeah, this woman basically was murdered and her neighbors were all there watching out the window. She was screaming for help. She was running and she eventually was stabbed so many times that she bled out like on the front doorstep of an apartment building. Yeah, not great. No, not great at all. I gotta be honest, like one of the first times I actually heard about this in a way that I remember is, uh, I don't know if you remember that uh, HBO show Girls yes. with Lena Dunham. Mm-hmm. There was randomly an episode oh, where like they go to this like weird... Kylo Ren, wasn't Kylo Ren in that show? Yes, yeah. Adam Driver. Yeah. No, I believe his character was named Kylo Ren in that too. Weird. But right, how was. funny would that be if it was before episode <laughs> episode 7? J.J. Abrams just took it. Though it, it does involve uh, Kylo Ren in a sense in oh. that Adam Driver, is he's like trying to be an actor and so he's like working in this like weird like sort of like uh performance art piece where they're like reenacting this thing but as like the people living in the apartment buildings and like you oh can like God. walk the people like walk through and they're like just different scenes of people bystander affecting oh. or whatever. Is this, is this show a comedy <laughs> yeah it is it is it's it's like a weird pretty good. it's pretty good i liked it, Dude, it I other saw... than like it ended like weird and dumb oh, but really? speaking yeah. of hbo shows this is the most off topic okay. but i saw an ad for young pope again yeah, oh. so but now it's just new Pope and it's, it's gonna be Pope. John Malkovich. Yeah, it's got John Malkovich and then Young Pope and then like in the ad it was like, oh, uh, Pius the Thirteenth is back. So it's the same show; they just changed the name. Well, now no, it's a so new Pope. You, it's a new Pope, but he's not the he's not a young new Pope now. It's John. But Malkovich. the show is still called the Young Pope. I think they Rob. changed it to New Pope. I don't know, but it made me want to watch Young Pope. Makes me want to watch I, a new Hope. <laughs> I watched Young Pope, but fell asleep <laughs> through many episodes. I don't know; it just did not hold my attention. I like um, what's his name? Who's the dude who plays the Young Jude Pope? Law? Jude Law. I like the, Jude the Law. Young Pope himself. I like Jude Law. Young Pope, Young uh, Gandalf, and by Gandalf I mean Dumbledore. Oops, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> One it's, of those it's, it's easy to get confused by those two people. Mm. So back to the bystander effect. We <laughs> 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 forgot what we were talking about today. Yes, yeah, so that this murder happened and. Finally, the police showed up eventually, and it, it, the people that were there, you know, because of this New York Times article, uh, got a very bad reputation afterwards. You know, it was these people were terrible neighbors, and they didn't do anything about this murder happening right in front of their eyes. And we'll get into sort of why, you know, there's more to this case than we actually think we know and why it was kind of uh people were kind of misled to believe things that weren't necessarily true about the situation yeah wasn't there there was a lot of like false things about this yeah there there was a lot of false information but we'll get there We're, we're gonna go first through we're gonna walk down the path of the bystander effect 
I don't you know. I almost sneezed. Bram was, Bram would just put his face inside his shirt. <laughs> yeah, no. I wanted to get ever. a big whiff from my man musk. Uh, man and by musk. that I mean I literally was afraid of sneezing into the mic and was trying to muffle it as much as possible. <laughs> That's the best mic. But it didn't ever. happen. Continue, Bobby. So we're going to be going through uh, sort of some of the experiments to try and explain why this happened. Mm. So oh. the tell me why the, the case of kitty genovese was kind of a phenomenon people were like freaking out about it especially because at the time and we've talked about this in previous podcasts cities were getting a very very bad rep at the time like new york and philadelphia like uh, in, grimy philadelphia it's like the late 60s where I, you couldn't walk two feet without hearing something bad about philadelphia oh, yeah the crime <laughs> yeah I just never like when you think of bad cities, it's like New York. You don't think of Philadelphia, Detroit, DC. I don't even think of DC. I think of DC. I don't think I think of Chicago, Detroit, New York. Right. I mean, Detroit's definitely Baltimore. 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 Baltimore's rough. Have you seen The Wire? (laughs) HBO. This is an average HBO today. To Atlanta, maybe. I don't know. Um, I feel like Atlanta's more like a modern bad. Like that city's whack. Office reference. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, the the thing was, you know, there was people were vandalizing cities. They were kind of becoming decrepit. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of graffiti at the time. These streets are filthy. Exactly. Only one man can clean them up. Exactly. Squap man. Squap you. Yeah. So (laughs) you know, obviously, this thing that happened was not great for that because you know it's like a dying American culture where. Um, people don't even care about their own neighbors anymore. It's like, oh, you people are at the point where they're just watching their neighbors get murdered. Isn't that not the most American thing? Though? I, I mean, that scared the crap out of me. <laughs> what, I Zach thought, D. I thought Zach, I thought Zach had left. Zach D. is um, being a little he, scamper he, right he now. Was he like, he like crawled the- under the desk I'm sitting at and <laughs> to grab his bag, and it really scared me. <laughs> And, and Bobby and I were just bystanders watching that happen. <laughs> and we didn't do anything about we, we it. We didn't stop um, it at all. So people were like bad Americans, bad neighbors. That's, that's kind of what it was. And I think that a lot of it was probably more political. Like it seemed like it was like used as a way to um, as ammunition to say that like, you know, the cities need to be cleaned up. Like people are not treating each other fairly anymore and like look look at where society has gotten us you know we live in a society <laughs> right it's kind of like people it's just stupid let's go to sort of the experiments now to try and prove the bystander effect because there were many experiments that I were love done experiments so you know 38 neighbors of kitty genovese were aware about the murder that was taking place during that time and yet all of them chose to do nothing in rescue of the assaulted girl why were such apathy, indifference, and lack of concern observed from all the neighbors of Kitty? Well, in 1968, two special psychologists started asking questions why the witnesses demonstrated lack of reaction towards the victim's need for help. John Darley and Bib Latney took, took subjects, put headphones on them, put them in a room, and asked them to listen to other people. These subjects were made to feel like they were either alone or with five other people. So the experiments then played a pre-recorded tape to the subjects of an actor describing symptoms of a stroke and calling out for help. The subjects thought this was a live recording. So there were people who in this experiment were sitting there with headphones on 
And they either thought that they were the only one listening to this or that they were one of six people listening. Mm-hmm. So in the test that where the subjects believed five other people were in the room, only 31% of the subjects tried to seek for help. This means that most of the subjects didn't bother to look for the experimenters to help the suffering participant. Most of them were obviously anxious, but the end reaction of going to find help wasn't there. Mm. Uh, However, in a one-on-one conversation, 85% of the subjects actually asked for help. So this means that if the subjects think that they're the only ones who know about the incident, there's a higher probability that they'll ask for help. So that was the big experiment Mm -hmm. that kind of, you know, made its way around the psychologist department the world the psychologist the department you know the psychologist community i guess yeah <laughs> that's what i was trying to say yeah, Not psycholo- department. this is like an office world. for all the psychologists the psychology. go yeah it's like where are you going a psychologist department yeah the psychologist how department big that building would have to be it's a pretty big department the other thing actually. is too is like is this what is this a department of <laughs> That's a good question. Psychology department of science. <laughs> of control. Yeah, like who's Take the control? <laughs> control got a lot of noms. Yeah, really good game. They, I think they won, won, they won they, game of the year. Though I was actually really not to like segue again, but I was actually kind of surprised that Sekiro won game of the year. I wasn't because Sekiro. I mean, is I, it's a really so good game. Good. It's just it felt like people kind of stopped talking about it like pretty quickly after it came out. I was like, yeah, FromSoft made another really good game. Yeah, I and then everyone kind of stopped it. talking about is, it after that. It, it, Control is nominated too, right? Yeah, I feel like Sekiro. I never heard anyone talking about Control. I don't know what it was with. I think it was because it wasn't on Steam. It was only on the Epic game store for pc but interesting because i heard tons of talk talking. about it but well you are more in the steam world right yeah yeah which but i'm like, not i mean you rent like, the ps in the ps4 realm even then though like on youtube reviews i like on reddit i like nowhere the only person i heard i i know who's played control is brent yeah i love it <laughs> so good but yes i think the thing with it again to, i'll try to get through as quickly so you can get but back again, to, the video game wars were last night yeah but yeah so <laughs> i just i feel like games like control and like death stranding were like too divisive maybe mm. whereas yeah, like sekiro probably. was like the safest pick because it's like just like a really good solid yeah. game whereas like you know smash brothers is from last year mm. technically and then like uh resident evil 2 remake is a remake yeah uh people either hate or love death stranding i'm surprised that death stranding got any noms at all because it, it is so divisive yeah. although the only thing that i don't think is device is on is soundtrack because Oh, it's amazing. It's good. Yeah. It's so good. I know the, the, the church's song more than I know the actual game itself because yeah. I haven't played it, but I know yeah. the church's song. We should, uh, it'd be funny if we titled this episode The Bystander Effect, dot, 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 and video games. And the, <laughs> and the game awards. If you like video games, this yeah. episode has been a treat for you yeah. guys. Listen, yeah. at, the, at the end of the day, I think Sekiro winning makes sense. It's like, yeah, it was a really good game, good game from what I heard. We haven't I looked at it. that one in a long time, though. Yeah. I remember we were looking at like gameplay footage for a while ago, but mm. it's awesome. Yeah, nothing recently. <laughs> I, I, I want to play that game. It's fantastic. I hope it gets DLC. So let's get back to the bystander <laughs> effect again. <laughs> okay, so we went through the first study, the first experiments to mm-hmm. prove this. And so far, the evidence seems pretty pretty conclusive, right? Like, yeah. Huh. You know, yeah. people when alone tend to act faster than when they're in a group of other people. Because 
you know, maybe the responsibility doesn't fall on just you. You don't feel that pressure. So you feel like, oh, maybe yeah. someone else will take care of it. Well, when you're learning first aid as a Boy Scout, the first thing you learn is to tell someone to call 911. You're mm. supposed to point at someone and say, you, call 911. You don't just say a general. You're not supposed Yeah, because if you just say a general, someone call 911, no one will. Yeah, that's actually something that, that we'll get into is pointing out specific people because um, that's that's a big part of the bystander effect is, is that – you know, if you're looking at it, a big group of people, like you were saying, you say, hey, someone, everyone's going to look to their right and look to their left. Yeah. And you're like, someone must have is probably going to call. Yeah, it's the same thing as like in like a classroom, like classrooms are just one big bystander effect when mm -hmm. you're sitting there and the teacher asks a question and nobody answers it. But once one person raises their hand, maybe a few other people do. Yeah. Or the same yeah. exact thing with like tests when you're t I can't tell you because I'm a, I was a very quick test taker in high mm -hmm. school because um, I, I was one of those kids who like was like the you were in like the smarter classes and then mm -hmm. when you got to high school you just weren't anymore <laughs> like, so, you were dethroned well so the thing is it's just weird this is this is a different topic but it's weird because you like when you were in the advanced classes yeah. there they, they didn't teach you a lot of like tactics they just taught you the material whereas mm -hmm. in the lower classes they would teach you like good study habits and good note-taking habits mm -hmm. and stuff so when i got to high school i realized i didn't know how to take notes mm -hmm. so when i got to high school i would take really fast quizzes because half of the test would be blank um and then i would sit there and wait for like two or three other people to pass it in before i passed mine in yeah that was a thing i remember that yeah i i mean i never took tests fast but there were a few where i finished first and i never and then by my senior year i didn't care again it was like if I, <laughs> I was like i was like i've answered one question out of 45 i'm good i'm gonna hand this in <laughs> that's actually a really interesting point and so we're, we're gonna get to that sort of psychological part of it in a little bit but for now, we're going to move on to the next experiment, which actually you can watch on YouTube. There's an entire video of it. It's called the Smoke-Filled Room Study. And that's – go look it up. Because I feel it's like I've heard the name. You probably have. It's, it's, um, I mean, it's a pretty straightforward experiment. So imagine that you're in a room alone filling out a questionnaire or taking a test like Jack. <laughs> <laughs> and smoke starts coming from under the door. What do you do? If you are like most sane people, you get out or at least tell someone in charge. And you do this without hesitation. Now imagine the same situation except that you are not alone. You are with several other people who don't seem to care about the smoke. What do you do now? When alone, three out of four people reported the smoke before the experimental period was terminated. The average time to report was two minutes of first noticing the smoke. When two passive Confederates, which in this case is, you know, people involved in the experiment. Mm -hmm. People uh, who seceded from the Union. Exactly. <laughs> because of states' rights, okay? It was just about states' and rights. That is not the joke I'm making. <laughs> uh, so when two passive Confederates were present, two people that were working with the experimenters who were instructed just to act as if nothing was wrong, only 10% of the subjects in this study actually got out of the room or reported what was a. I've never heard this word in my life. Ostensibly. 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 Okay. Ostensibly. Yeah. Ostensibly. You know, when you write essays and the teacher's like, hey, when you're taking down notes, put them into your own words. Mm -hmm. That's what I should like, do. Like, maybe you should try doing that. <laughs> well, you see, I read through a lot of these notes 
and I, I just like kind of skimmed through this part. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't even see hey, that listen, word. You just learned a new word today, Bobby, yeah, ostensibly. What, what does it even mean, Brent? I don't know. <laughs> no. Uh, okay, well, let's pretend I we think know. It means, Brent, I think, didn't use the word. It sounds yeah. like obviously. Uh, yeah, I think it means, or I don't know if it's, it's one of those words that has like a sort of, like, the, you know, the definition is close to what you think it is, Let but not exactly. Google like, it's like it. yeah, one of those words that has, like, a very specific context in which you're supposed to use it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it means, like, related to or... Apparently or purportedly. Yeah, purposefully, you know. But perhaps not actually. It's the worst <laughs> word you, I've ever heard. That's just, like, one of those words you say to sound smarter, but, like, it, the, it, the specific it's, context it's, in which you would use it is very odd. It's, yeah. syn- it's, it's synonymous with, with apparently. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, let's let's let's. It's let's not definitively, but yeah. it's apparently. It seems to be a, a certain way. Okay. Whether or not it right. is or is not. Yeah. So smarter, apparently. <laughs> Join us next week on Vocab with Bobby. <laughs> the Vocab Word of the Week. So... Um, let's let's get back to this then. So nine out of ten of the subjects actually just kept working on the questionnaire that they were given, rubbed their eyes, waved off the smoke, and just kept working on <laughs> the questionnaire. That's so funny. There's a literal video of this you can watch of people just not caring. About smoke? About the smoke in the room. They're just like sitting there and they, they look to their left. They look at the dude on their left. They look to their right. They look at the, the woman or dude on their right. And they're gender like gender non-binary, gender non-binary on the right, and they're like, "Huh, no one else is reacting, so I guess I won't either." <laughs> I'd be, I think, I, I mean, obviously, I'm not in this. Now, is it real smoke or is this like fog machine sort um, of situation? That's a good question. Yeah, if I couldn't tell. If it's real smoke and like it's starting to get hard to breathe, I feel like I would do something. But <laughs> yeah, if it's what just if like, you're like coughing, if you're coughing, I don't know. What if you're uh well also oh, burn. shut <laughs> up. That's a Brentit earlier did a kami slash coughing impression. Yeah. Oh my god, they sound similar, don't they? He was like Coburn. <laughs> <laughs> that's Mr. Popo. That's me. Yeah, that's that's Mr. Not Popo. Oh sorry, Mr. Popo. Wow. Yeah, Mr. Popo oh my says god. Wow. Dude, I just corrected Cover. you. Yeah, you did, oh, Jack. Dragon Ball. Thing? Damn, dude. Wow, I feel like I feel like a fool right to now. Be, to even be got- fair, Bobby, I literally, I, you probably just did that because that's a little mistake I made before I corrected <laughs> myself. I was like, oh, that's you know, true. like, call me. I mean, Mr. Well, it's Popo. Mr. Popo always says, says Comer. That's the only thing he says. <laughs> yeah. So now you guys will probably remember, uh, we talked about this a little bit in a few weeks ago, podcast, uh, the conformity experiment, the Vsauce thing. Oh, yeah, during our hey. Stanford Prison Experiment episode? <laughs> yes. Go check that yeah. one out. Yeah, we, what we talked about was, um, you know, Michael about? Stevens trying out the conformity of experiment. Of fame? Mm-hmm. Yes. Vsauce, <laughs> yeah. Michael here. The, um, so the actual experiment comes from Solomon Ash, who conducted this experiment to Great investigate name. the extent to which social pressure from a majority group could affect a person to conform. So this guy devised what is now regarded as a classic experiment in social psychology. What a classic. <laughs> it's a cla- instant love, classic. I love the classic. Straight from the know? Disney vault, whereby <laughs> there was an obvious answer to a line judgment task. So, if, mm, Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like, oh, how long is, which is the longest line? And it's very obviously like line B. Mm-hmm. Um, so all the other participants would give a wrong answer. And then the main participant well, the only actual the only participant. actual participant, yeah, mm-hmm. the subject of the experiment would, you know, be pressured into answering what everybody else had answered. Um, so this was uh, this is an experiment that's kind of common now. 
So basically, yeah, I see it all the time. On average, about one third of the participants who were placed in the situation went along and conformed with the clearly incorrect majority on all the trials. So over the 12 critical trials, about 75% of participants conformed at least once and 25% never conformed. So that's actually, I mean, it's good to know that at least, you know, a quarter of people were still, that's like a pretty overwhelming majority. I would, right. I would think it's a prank because I'm paranoid. Yeah. I would think that somebody set up an elaborate prank for me. Would you, what would you do? Would you answer? I don't know. I'd go insane. I'd break down. I'd have a mental breakdown. Yeah. That's what I would do. I would turn into an animal man and I would, <laughs> yeah. I would revert to my most primal instincts. And thought, <laughs> no, Jack would literally anamorph and I turn into a hawk and fly out of the room. <laughs> exactly. Dude, I do the anamorph books. I wanted to read them so bad because their covers were cool. Yeah. Um, but then you open it up and it was boring and there were just sucked. words. There was one where a dude turned Turns into like a cat and he can't change back. I thought what? that was the one where he turns to a hawk and can't change back. I, don't, I thought it was the one where he turned into a jaguar and can't change change back. Shut Basically, the all the hell books up. Nah, that's too close. <laughs> to and all the books, someone changes into a thing and can't change back. <laughs> um, aren't they like aliens? Do you remember the books? I don't uh, help! I'm stuck in my dog's body. <laughs> no, what? That's like an R.L. Stein. Is it? There's an R.L. Stein book where yeah, he yeah. turns into a dog. Oh, it's true. It's like uh, he's written at least 26 books. <laughs> <laughs> Did we talk about this on the pod yet? I think I so. Think yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Great oh meme. So funny. Our, at least, For those of you who don't, who don't remember, Brent looked up how many books. Had, who's written the, the most books, right? Was it no, who, it's a, I was looking up how many books has R.L. Stein written. Just It's because we were having a debate over who's written the most books. Right. And, we, and I think somebody, it was probably me but somebody was like maybe it's rl stein and brent looked it up and google's answer was at least 26 <laughs> that's not a real answer i don't know why that's so funny it's probably because it i bet you he's written 26 books under his name but yeah. it's speculated that there's others he's written under a pen name this is so funny at least, at least like, come on. that's so funny yeah so it's kind of uh interesting so uh sorry i'm losing my we haven't talked about interesting. the bison that's the name effect, of our like, side podcast kind of interesting oh my god that, that's such a good name for a bot. oh my god okay. uh, so back to the uh to the experiment here the smoke experiment um mm. the conformity experiment sorry in the control group with no pressure to conform to confederates less than one percent of the participants gave the wrong answer i don't even know that's like like less than one percent if the answers are obvious, man, I don't know who they got for the test subjects, but uh, yikes. Anyway. So by that, what do they mean? They mean that the other, like the fake participants didn't give the wrong answer? Yeah, they gave the right answer. No, okay. no, no. So so basically they, they took a control group of all real participants oh. okay, gotcha. and gave them the same tests and they gotcha, all gotcha. got the correct answers pretty okay. much. Makes sense. So because if was you do like, like one thing that was where, like where the lines were closed, yeah, I was gonna yeah. say it just it seemed weird to me because if you're having all the fake participants give the right answer, isn't it still conforming if you give the right answer too? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't. It, That's a good point. I don't know. It's weird. I mean, obviously, either way, it's conforming. Either yeah. way, I mean, I mean, right. if the answer is right, then it's right. I feel so like, it's like, like just, yeah, it would know. just give them more confidence. Yeah, like, it yeah. wouldn't change. I much. just think the idea of it was that the answers were supposed to be so obvious that they should have been yeah, sure maybe yeah maybe for the control maybe maybe the first ones are close but one is still like it's shorter yeah. so maybe there i don't know we don't need to justify no. why there's why some people got stupid lines wrong and i believe that <laughs> you know over the experiment you know people start off saying the answers that they think are right and then as it goes on they start feeling left out yeah 
And it's like, okay, yeah. wait a minute. Should I just say what everyone else is saying? So, yeah, that's part of... I'm too I, smart for these studies. To man. me, the conformity like effect sort of reminds me of the bystander effect in a lot of ways. Oh, it's very similar. That it's that, you know, if you're sort of watching well, the situation yeah. and everyone, no one else is reacting. It's like, it all goes back to the, to the, like being anonymous in a crowd and not wanting to stand out from the crowd. I feel. Yeah. Regardless of what that means. You know, you, I read to kill a mockingbird. I know about <laughs> mob mentality. Jack's, okay, Jack's on a whole new Finch. level right I was going <laughs> to play. You want to know a funny story? I was going to play Atticus Finch. Were you really? Play. Were you going to uh, wear well, the white suit and everything? I don't know if I was going <laughs> to. I don't know if I actually was going to be Atticus Finch, but it was like a good deal. I, I, like, I don't know. I, like, I was going to be Atticus He was Finch. in the running. He was I was in the, in the running <laughs> for sure. And it was me or this other kid. And the other kid's great and all. But like, come on. I was I was a senior. He was a junior. It's Oof. okay. Yeah, I had the same my, thing. It should have been me. I had the same thing happen to me. You know, he didn't to play take the great the role. Danny Zuko. The gosh dang. You would not have been a good Danny Zuko. Oh, come on, Jack. It's just not your role. I was duty. I ended up getting duty. I don't know who that is. He's some goofy kid, dude. Yeah, that's much more your <laughs> role. Danny Zuko, yeah. you're not the suave dude. I gave it to Ben. You're like the... You're like Gremlin sidekick. See, see, I'm the little I'm the see, little B to the big B. Exactly. Like mm, Brent's Gaston right. and then you're LeFou, you know? <laughs> like that's what that's what it is. I even have the chest hair like Gaston. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. okay. That is going to be the meme for this week's episode. <laughs> but I have to remind myself before I forget, I need pictures of your face. Oh yeah, we'll get it. We'll yeah, get those. This is not for the pod. Uh, but um but um so, it, so for the play, we were gonna do to kill a mockingbird, and it was going to be great. It was going to be Atticus Finch, and then <laughs> we were like, "Oh, cast list is uh, coming out on uh, on Friday. Friday, you know, afternoon, we go down, check out the cast list, and it says cast list for the Laramie Project, and they just changed the play and what? didn't tell us, and it was because being at Westford Academy in Westford, mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, we should probably blur that, but. In our town, <laughs> um, it's not very ethnically diverse, you can say. True. There's like maybe, there was maybe like two to five. There was like two shades African of African like kids. <laughs> there were like two to five African American kids like per grade. Um, and To Kill a Mockingbird needs a lot of African American people. Um, so there were talks of us like going and talking to another school that was more ethnically diverse and being like, Hey, why don't we do a partnership where we like both of our schools come together to perform this play? Mm -hmm. But our theater director was like, I don't feel comfortable going to another school to start our relationship with them off of this premise mm. of like, we need your black kids. Just send us your blacks. <laughs> like, yikes. And so wow. ultimately, because of that. I can see how that yeah, could be construed as they being were like, weird. They, That's they, like the opposite of segregation in the worst way. They had <laughs> said like, if we had a relationship with this school, you know, if that if it was started last year with a different play or five years ago, mm-hmm. there'd be no problem with going to them. Mm-hmm. But since we, it just was a weird, and I was like, okay, that makes sense. And you know, that does make sense. We killed it in the Laramie Project, so you there know. you go. Fair enough. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's how we do it. That's so goofy. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So let's get back. To the bystander. To the tutorial. <laughs> Let's get back to the tutorial. You know, I think it is. I just don't think I find the bystander effect interesting. <laughs> well, I think, honestly, like, that's fair. It's, and we're going to kind of. Let's get to it. Discuss why. Let's discuss incidences. Let's discuss incidences. So basically, has the bystander effect ever happened 
to you. Uh, I think this is going to be an interesting, you know, kind of storytelling section here. I don't know if you guys have any stories of. I got a story. I, I, got a, I think I have a couple. I definitely have at least one. I have one. Mine's I'm pretty curious. quick. Mine's, I'm it. Well, it's not really bystandery. It's kind of bystandery. Okay. Um, where. So I did a lot of theater in high school, just because I feel like I've talked about theater a lot. You're so, not on trial here, Jack, okay? So, Relax. <laughs> Jack, you need a towel? You're sweating. <laughs> uh, well, so we were rehearsing a play in high school, <laughs> and um, we were doing Spring Awakening. Okay. Um, and for Spring Awakening, we had these big stairs that we built, um, and they were on wheels because we'd wheel them around the set, and we had all like all of our songs and dances were choreographed to have the stairs like spinning around and going around the stage and stuff. So during one of our songs, where the stairs are doing like a three sixty, um, since they had wheels on them, they also the wheels had locks so that when they needed to be stairs and not like move around, you can just lock them, and that way people going up and down the stairs wouldn't like fall to they, their death. They, they, yeah, they wouldn't shake and stuff. But someone forgot to unlock the stair leg. So they would pull out in line with the, it was one of those like shopping cart type wheels, you know, that like can rotate whatever way. So it was locked in one direction. So they pulled it out. And since the wheel was going in the direction that they pulled out, it didn't matter right then. And so nobody thought anything of it. Um, but when they went to spin it around, oh, no. these things, these things were like 12 feet tall. They yeah. were tall. So we had a kid on, we had kid on top of it. <gasps> we had kids. There's someone on it. We had people around. Fucking lousy with kids. He was lousy kids with everywhere. them. There were kids littering the stage. You couldn't step two feet without <laughs> stepping in a kid. Right. They, I was like up. I was like up in a way. I was in no position to help this situation at all. But it starts to tip over. Oh my and, god! And every, and everyone just freezes. Right? The kid, the the the, the kid who who was like in front of it just. I, I don't know if he tried to catch it, but he just <laughs> he just stood there and he got pinned underneath. It like sl- it fell very slowly. So it wasn't like a big like crash. no, it was like a boom. It fell very slowly because okay. the kid who was on top, like I remember, because I watched it. Everyone else <laughs> who was there was like, oh my god, it like he just jumped off of it. And I was like, you guys were you? I literally had like a perfect TV screen view. It slowly tipped over, and when it was like five feet off the ground, the kid on the top just hopped off. <laughs> but then the kid below just sat there. And everyone sat there for like a minute, and the kid was just underneath wow. the stairs until finally his friend, like someone, runs over and tries to pull it off of him. Um, and, and people I, helped then. Yeah, people started okay. helping them. But I'm just sitting. I was just standing at the top because it was like a raised. I was on like a raised platform in the back. Yeah. Um, and I'm just standing there, just like <laughs> just, just just. I'm just I'm just standing there, just like uh, I. Uh, Wow, that was crazy. You said this happened during the performance? No, this was during a dress rehearsal. Okay, good. It was the, we opened the next night. Um, wow, well, I hope you didn't make that mistake again. No, we didn't. After that, um, we were like, listen, we're not going to lock the wheels ever, so just be careful when you're going up and yeah. down the stairs because we can't risk that happening well, again. Well, that's more dangerous than wobbling around a little bit, I feel like. No, they wobble. Dude, I went up and down the stairs a lot. They wobbled a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Luckily, I could walk slowly because like, yeah. I was supposed to be like the menacing adult character <laughs> so I could walk slowly and it was awesome. Wow. 
Yeah, I want to know. That, that's the play I actually won the uh, statewide acting award for. There you go. Nice, there you he go. hates to bring it up, though. I there really do. You know I do. You know I I never want to talk about it, but I <laughs> am. You your credentials and your accolades. I am kind of one of the best actors in the state, <laughs> um, and that includes Boston. I, you so. know, it's funny. I heard they call you the voice of our generation. They kind of do. Mm. Um, it, it's weird, actually, how, like just how famous I am. Yeah. Like, because you think not many people know you have a podcast. Well, because you think well, pe- well, tons of people know I have a podcast, but like, fucking nobody knows you guys have it's one. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Anyway, uh, that so that is very bystandery. I feel like that's yeah. a pretty good like, one. That is a good story. So Brian, I got, got? two. Okay. One of which was just resurfaced from your story. Oh, oh nice, really? Nice. I had a flashback moment. Now I think I've told this story to both of you guys before, potentially. One of them, I I know I've told to you before, Bobby. Okay. The second one, maybe I've told you guys, maybe not. I'm going to start with that one because that's the one I just remembered. And it's probably Fresh like the, the yeah, it's probably the craziest example of it, it, it personally for me. Wow. All right. So, yeah, buckle up. I'm ready. It's I got my popcorn. bumpy one. Um, so I was probably, I want to say this happened around second, third fourth grade somewhere in that time range i'm old i don't remember <laughs> that's a big old the, the most important details is it involves a school bus so okay. i'm on the school bus we were dismissed early from school because there was it was either a hurricane or a hurricane level winds or something basically it was super windy trees were falling down left and right they're like this isn't safe we need in to send the, the kids home up in new england yes oh yeah Wait, this happened in bad the hurricanes yeah, are this, in Rhode this Island. happened in my uh, hometown actually back well i'm from massachusetts all right oh right oh, it happened in massachusetts yes well i mean southern massachusetts basically Rhode oh, Island. oh that's basically the tropics it's basically, yeah, basically Rhode Island. Island. But might yeah, as well be in uh i know we Florida, haven't, haven't had like oh, yeah. a real hurricane around here in a while but um I don't even know if it was really a hurricane per se. It was just super windy and there it was, was like a, knocking trees down and shit. There was a big hurricane in our town um, uh, in like the 1800s. It was mm. just in our town. Yeah. It was weird. It was weird how it just yeah. like materialized the, over that's huge. Oh. It was just in our town. <laughs> no, but it was like bad. There were like actual like damage. Oh, I remember mm. that. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't, had a, in Westford at the time. we haven't had a yeah, good in hurricane in a while. Oh, I'm dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, Brent's, the, the hurricane that Brent's talking about that happened in the second, third, fourth grade was from the, the, the same one, the same 1800s. One. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. he's old. Ha ha, old Yeah, joke. you know, like, it's, it's so sad. I had, right, to, I had to leave my hoop and stick behind, you know? <laughs> sad day stick. for me. Can we bring back hoop and stick? No, yo-yos are older, you know that? Yo-yos are... Hoop and stick? Yeah. Yep. Who did hoop and stick? Yo-yos are the second <laughs> oldest toy ever. What's the and first? A rock? Can you guess? A, a doll. Dolls. Top. Correct. Dolls. It's, okay. dolls. it's dolls. Yeah. Hoop and stick? It sounds like you're trying to say Hoopastank, but you're getting it real wrong. Hoopastank. It's literally. You're crazy. Oh, wait, that was uh, Buck Cherry. To be fair, I guess you would have to have barrels before you can have hoop and stick. Mm. Right. Because if they were barrel You need someone who can make a good bunghole. A good coop. No, it would be be the coop. The the cooper. A good cooper. Well, no, no, no. A cooper made coops. Yeah. Anyway, I'm itching to hear this story. Okay, yeah. So anyway. So anyway, point is that we were sent home early because of crazy winds and stuff. So I'm on my bus, you know, being sent to, well, I think I was going to my friend's house because my friend's mom was a babysitter. And so I would go there after school until my mom could pick me up from work or whatever. So we were on our way to their house on the bus. And, you know, I'm just kind of like staring out the window as you do on the bus because there's not many people left on the bus at this point. We're like the last stop for whatever reason. And I'm just looking out the window. We're driving down this really heavily wooded road. And I'm kind of just looking out towards like the back of the tree line. 
and I just see this really thick tree just kind of slowly falling towards the street. I'm like, oh shit, that tree's going to fall down. What? And then I kind of realize that tree, I think, is going to hit us. And so I just watch this tree slowly fall until it smashes down on the top of the bus. Are you kidding Almost me? fully caves in. Like, it hits perfectly in the middle of the bus. Almost <gasps> caves the entire ceiling in. We all, like, bounce up, like, that's, as it hits the bus. That's insane. And there was that a kid, is so There were a couple crazy. kids, like, right underneath it. Their heads almost were, like, smashed by, like, this, what? the roof of the bus caving in. That is absurd. And I watched the whole thing happen and did not say a fucking word. Well, <laughs> what I do you can't mean? believe I've never heard of that. It was right in the middle of the bus. Like, what are they going to do? It felt like I was watching it for, like, a full minute it happening. Really, well, <laughs> tree falling, trees, trees falling are one of those weird things where you're like, you, you, the first five seconds you're trying to figure out if it's falling or not. Well, yeah. And fall- by the time you figure it out, it's falling. Sure. Like, I mean, had I screamed something like, "There's a falling tree," I don't know. Maybe it would have. You know, she would. The bus driver would try to stop early. Maybe you know would have in a worse spot. I yeah. don't know. But were you before or after the tree? You must have been in like. I was the, before the tree. So you were you were in the front of the bus. I oh I'm sorry I I thought you sorry I guess you would say I was after the tree because it happened in front you guys of me don't know I your saw tree the logic cave in and stuff okay so so you were at the back of the bus then yes I was like somewhere like towards like the middle of the back of the bus you so know? so it what it happened you saw it crushed though yes so if you had screamed and were like tree do you think she would have sped up and then would have fallen on you and killed you maybe maybe or she, she would have stopped early and it maybe would have hit her. Which would have been worse if it hit the front of the bus? Maybe you're force sensitive. Yeah, maybe. maybe. I don't and know. You just, and you just, you just knew not you to say knew, anything. You knew that it needed to fall right but there. But what I think was that, that is I panicked and just watched this tree no, fall. For sure. <laughs> for sure. That's what happened. And no one was hurt, though. Luckily, no one was hurt. There was wow. like barely any people left on the bus. If the bus was like full. And like, luckily. Can you imagine if it was a car? Yeah, if it was a car, it, it, it would have killed. If a whoever. car max five people die, if it's a bus, you, that's like that's like little that's like little kid brains everywhere. Yeah, right? I mean, and at least it's more. Sturdy. The crazy thing about bus too, yeah, that's the thing is like I guess bus roofs are pretty sturdy because it crushed it pretty good, but it didn't break through. You dude, know, bus roofs seem so fragile. Yeah, to I know. Me. Like, totally. I mean, it has a pretty big crumple zone too, though. You know. Like, hey, crumple zone. You got a little large guy, ceiling in the bus. Zone. Hey, you want to tell me about the crumple zone in the front of a car or something? <laughs> like, point out where the weak spots are? You know. Uh, hmm. I know. About how people are know like, a little bit about crumple zones. About people are like, oh, you want to talk about behind the fascia. You've got the fascia. How the Cybertruck apparently like doesn't have a crumple zone or whatever. Oh, yeah. But like, how well, because you know it's that? made of like... Right such like strong steel or whatever that doesn't like really dense or whatever so yeah. people are that's, not that, the like, point, that's not the point of a crumple zone the yeah. crumple zone is to is to absorb the energy yeah. and yeah. so the fact that like if it doesn't have one regardless of how sturdy the frame is it's still an issue because like if you don't crumple then 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 an impact is a lot harder yeah, yeah. Um, right. But like it probably does. In regular else. cars it's because the engine's there and, and the crumple zone doesn't matter because the engine gets pushed into you but yeah, um, so that's what kills people. But it's yeah, so that was like probably the but, first example of bystander effect I've ever experienced in my life, and it was a uh, a big scary yikes for me. Can I guess what your second one is? Uh sure. Was it when you were on your way to work and that giant truck f- fell off the road or was upside down or something? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you're close, but yes, okay. that's the other one. So I was driving into work one morning, and you know, I come around the same street every single day, and I come around the corner to like uh, this is like within you know like. 
I don't know, like like a mile, right? Not even. It's like less than a mile from yeah. work. It's like on like the street that work is off of. And I'm coming around that corner, and as I'm coming around the corner, there's just a pickup truck flipped over, just like on right. on its back, like going, you know, like across the street, not parallel to the street, but like completely blocking the street with a telephone pole that's just oh, dangling yeah. in the air because they hit a telephone pole. And I'm just staring at it because I'm like the first person to drive up on it and it's just there. I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm yeah. like, what do I do? I'm like, are they okay? Uh, and because you were the first one on the scene, you felt responsible to... Well, I, I, it took me like a good, what felt like 10 seconds to like do anything because yeah. I was just like, uh... Because I, I was like looking, trying to figure out, I was like, the person's still in there, like w- what's mm. going on? So then I started calling 911 and then other people started showing up and coming out and stuff and apparently whoever like lives at the house that's like directly across from it had already called 911 oh that's good but um at that point i was just like do i just stay here do i leave like 911's on the way uh so i just left wow but i'm really supposed to stay until 911 shows up yeah yeah but if the neighbor knew called 911 and knew i mean yeah obviously it's a little different i mean they kind of showed up like as i was turning around so at that point i kind of felt like okay about it but i was also just like wow that's that was crazy. really scary, and I had no clue what to fucking do. <laughs> it's always weird when you're in that situation because it feels so surreal. Yeah. You're like, someone must already be taking care of this, right? And yeah. you look around, and you're like, oh, shit, no one is. Mm-hmm. It's just a weird feeling. You mm-hmm. got to be like the one to kind of yeah. call someone. Especially like in that situation where it's like, I'm just making the same drive I make every day. And all of a sudden, there's this crazy situation unfolding yeah. in front of me, like within like a minute drive of me getting to work. And I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, you were spooked that day. I remember it was because yeah. you came in and you were like, oh, the craziest shit just happened. And I yeah. was like, wow. Yeah, I was pretty rattled. Wow. I don't think I um, leave the house enough to have events like this <laughs> to me. Mine. The, the, so the thing that happened to me was um, kind of similar to Brent's, but basically it was pretty close to my house, so I didn't have to go very far to, to, to see it happen. But me and my brother were driving down the street, and we were driving down the main street in our town, and there's the, the police station, right? Like, mm-hmm. pretty much in the middle of the town. And right in front of the police station, like across the main road, there's just this SUV on the side of the road. Doors open, and there's an old woman just hanging out. Ooh. out of the doors open she's hanging out limp like on the door and so my brother goes do you see that and i'm like uh yeah that was kind of weird and so we're driving and and my brother's like should we do something and i'm like i mean someone must have seen her i mean the, there's a cop car literally right across the street parked i'm like someone must have seen her i mean they're in front of the police station. It's a main street. So first we like didn't do anything. And then like we drove for like another 10 seconds and, and we were like, let's just turn around and figure it out. So we, we like slammed on the brakes, took a turn, went backwards and we went back and all of a sudden the lady gets up, shuts the door, gets in the car, backs up and drives away. So I don't know what happened to her. How old was she? Like old, like I, uh, she was probably like mid fifties, sixties ish. So she wasn't like super old, but like oh. you could tell she was an older woman. Yeah. Um, maybe she was on that uh, heroin. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I can think is that she was bending down to get something out of her 
out of her door or like tying her shoe or something. And it just looked because we went by so fast. It looked oh. like she was like limp or something. Um, Why would she open the door to get something out of th- her door? That's what was weird to me. So, so we, we had 911 ready. Um, and, you know, we were going to like maybe go, go to the police station or something. But she got in her car and drove away. And, and it was weird because I feel like so many people drive by on that road. It's a very busy main road. Like mm-hmm. it's always got traffic. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, we figured someone else must have called. You know? Right. Um, but that's always kind of the thing when you're driving and you see an accident. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. you always think maybe, oh, the next guy over called. But if you were on the road by yourself, maybe. You well, f- funny story about that was one time <laughs> I was driving on the highway with my mom. I've seen a lot of weird things when I was driving on the highway with my mom. <laughs> um, before I get into the main story, there was one time where we were driving and there was like <laughs> there was this woman in a regular in a regular car. Um, was just in full on clown makeup and <laughs> and everything. Um, and then there was another time where when I was the car I, was in clown makeup. No, she was. She was. In a, she was in a regular. I always say she was in a regular sized car because when I used to tell this story, people would go, "Was she in a clown car?" Uh, yeah. Every single time, without fail, someone asked that. But she was in a regular. I car. bet no one said what I said. <laughs> no. <laughs> I will say you. Go fuck yourself. Um, and then there was another time where. I saw these like like it's not that weird like nowadays but like you know 10 years ago it was pretty weird um where I see these like dudes and one of them is just he's driving and one of them is just smoking a bong uh like if you're gonna smoke weed while you're driving you know use like use like a pipe or a joint or something don't don't smoke a bong while you're driving that's absurd so he was like smoke he was like and they were like passing him and passing the bong around and I point and I go Mom, I think those guys are smoking weed. And my mom goes, they're not smoking weed. And then she turns and goes, oh, my God, those guys are smoking weed. <laughs> and, like, nowadays, it's not that interesting. Well, now it's just like every it's other It's just car. like whatever. But, um, That's funny. But the, but the main story is we were driving, and there was a dog on the highway that had, like, run away from someone. He was, like, on the side of the road. It wasn't dead. It was alive. Um, and my mom called 911 and was like, there's a dog on the side of so-and-so highway. <laughs> and, the, and the dispatch responds with, we know. We've already gotten, like, a ton of calls. Mm-hmm. And Aww. then they hung out. Well, that's hopeful. You're yeah. not supposed to hang up 911. Mm. But yeah, no, that's good because dog ones are, are very common actually. I mean you see a dog running around and a lot of people don't stop. Like that happened to me a couple times where there was a dog just walking around my neighborhood. And I'm like, whose dog is this? <laughs> and I just stayed with the dog. It made me late for work, but I stayed with the dog for an hour and slowly the dog walked me back to its house. Mm-hmm. It was kind of strange. I had my – when we first got my dog, um, she would run away and we wouldn't know where she was. Um, and – I have a friend who uh, lives up the street from me, even farther than than this is. They're like down okay. down the road a little bit, um, and I was like, just like browsing through Snapchat stories that people had posted one day, and they posted a story, and it was like my dog playing with their anonymous friend, and I'm <laughs> and I'm like I'm like that kind of looks like my dog, and then I'm looking at it, and I'm and then and then I'm looking around my house, and I'm like, where's my dog? <laughs> Um, <laughs> Your dog would just go on these old and vacations. T- and, then, and the next day, I go, on your Snapchat story, that dog, um, do you know whose dog that is? And they were like, no, I don't know. They just show up randomly. And they play with, they're like, they always show up and they play with my dog all the time. And I was like, that's my dog. Because my dog runs away all the time. <laughs> so your dog had a little secret friendship. My dog would run that. away to go play with this dog down the street. That is so <laughs> funny. Oh my God. I found out through my friend's Snapchat story. What, that is so goofy. I thought dogs are so funny. Oh my God. But 
Anyway, I, I don't, I, those are great stories, guys. Those are great. Those are great stories. <laughs> I love them. Um, Thanks, man. Now, I really worked hard on them. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of interesting just how many times you kind of run into this situation. It's really interesting how many times you have the bystander effect. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for my, listening to my TED Talk. Fascinating. But here, here's some reasons why the bystander effect may be a little bit more complicated than we've so far. Bobby, why'd you have to go and make it so complicated? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we should do Avril Lavigne for our block instead of Chad Kroger. Mm, That's true. Mm. Or, I mean, we could do, it could be two two sides of the same block. Ooh. Except it's not Avril (gasps) Lavigne, it's her doppelganger. You know, you know, know, I made that joke not realizing that they're married. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot that they're married. (laughs) I forgot that they're married too. That's weird. How absurd. That is so funny. How absurd is that? That is very weird. Levine is married to Chad (laughs) Kroger. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. That's actually the goofiest couple. It's so goofy. So let's talk about... uh, we're going to go back a little bit to the kitty case because I feel like Jack brought up some good points. No. That are, uh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> that are really uh, interesting. So researchers have since uncovered major inaccuracies in the New York Times article. Major key. Fake news. No, I'm doing a Fake DJ Khaled news. bit. <laughs> major key. The keys to success. Remember that? No. Dude, I used to follow DJ Khaled on Snapchat because he would always, on his Snapchat, he would always post major key, lion, lion. He would always, he, whenever he was watering his plants, he had a, he had a stone lion in his garden. You know, whenever he saw me, he'd go, lion, lion order, lion. He'd be like, major key, cocoa but Dude, you, you guys don't remember no. DJ Khaled and his keys to success? No. Oh my God, dude. No. That was a, that was an era. I got, I, dude. I was late to the Snapchat game. So. Era, I'll, yeah, I'll show you something. Yeah, Brian was a... a very late Snapchatter, but yeah, and okay. we really got that because of you, I think, because you. We had I needed a someone to talk group. to. Yeah, so. I needed. I needed to fill that hole. What a bunch of life. sad people you are. <laughs> sad boys, the original sad boys. So, so in 2007, an article in the American Psychologist found no evidence for the presence of 38 witnesses, or that witnesses observed the murder, or that witnesses remained inactive. There was no evidence of any of those things. In 2016, the New York Times called its own reporting flawed, stating that the original story grossly exaggerated the number of witnesses and what they had perceived. When the police records were more recently reviewed, it was found that there were multiple people who did actually call the police and others who screamed and yelled out their windows at the person attacking Kitty Genovese. Hey! That's me. I'm, hey, I'm doing you stop that. You <laughs> stop that down there. Hey, I got to show you this video. This dude. I'll tell you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey. Uh, it also, looking at many other bystander experiments, test subjects were placed in rooms with people who were instructed to be passive. So that very much skews the data of, you know, a real life situation. The smoke one. Yeah, the smoke one. Big time was because uh, literally there was only one person in the room who was an actual participant. Everyone else was instructed to ignore the situation. It doesn't that still. It, I think it more makes the situation like the uh, conformity effect. Oh, as opposed is, to the bystander one. Right. Hey, they're all tied they're up. kind of the same what's thing. With, what's with all these studies we talk about <laughs> not being good studies? I know. They're all bad studies. It was, it was the Wild West back then, man. Yeah, That's it the was thing. The it's 60s. like science 
is not real. Okay, science really. <laughs> you know, after hearing all these, po- I was part of the reason why we st- I started wanted to start doing this podcast was because I w- am very much not a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> Having done this podcast for like half a You're year, even less of a conspiracy. <laughs> no, I'm like starting to like get in that. Oh, really? Yeah, because of the lack of evidence towards because many there's things. So, well, okay. A lot of like, uh, it's like weird. So I, it has reinforced my skepticism for common conspiracy theories, but it has made me like believe in like my own ones that I'm thinking like science isn't real now. I don't think science is real. There's a lot of science experiments that are just like really like if I pop a a balloon, how many people would scare? That's the kind of science I want. How many people are scared of balloons? It's it's funny because it's like. We're, we're, I find like the real conspiracy or the, the real conspiracies, you know, like the big ones are yeah. often just ridiculous and stupid. Mm. I feel like, but they're, then like the, 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 the real conspiracies are way more banal and like yeah. stupid. It's like, oh, well, we're trying to get to this answer for this experiment, so we're just gonna <laughs> juke the stats yeah. until it fits our story. You yeah, know? there's no good yeah. sex cabal ones that are believable. Yeah, there's <laughs> no Speaking blood magic, which, you know. Our QAnon post on Instagram. Oh my pop, god, we're gonna off. talk, dude. About we, it do you know who it popped off to? No, I, I don't know specific. People who believe in QAnon. <laughs> If you go through the, the people who like that yeah, picture, Yeah, so if you're listening hysterical. to this right now and you're one of those people who like that post we, because you thought we actually like believe in QAnon, you're dumb. We don't. That's, look at some of the people who liked it. Yeah, like, like look at their profiles. It's a bunch of like Trump 2020, 2024, 2028, MAGA for life, you it's know? so funny. Yeah. Oh so Brent had to update the caption. God. To say like we don't believe we in don't this believe and it's st- in it. stupid. If we think it's stupid, but That's even then, so people were good, still liking dude. it. Who were like MAGA for life, and I'm like, wow. Uh, this one's got a. This one's got the Constitution. No, the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 a wolf. It's like, oh, okay. It's this is being liked by Q people who oh, don't. I think that makes it sarcasm. better because it's liked so by, funny. Uh, liked by Harry Lachine. Though. Well, yeah. you know what makes it better is that Harry it shows. <laughs> yeah, he's in What Q. makes it better is that it shows how like those people don't actually check what they're liking and what they're you know it's yeah, like it's yeah. well, a great photoshop yeah, yeah it's great I, that's what i said no, well, I have, is pretty big yeah i have to take <laughs> i mean i have to take some responsibility because i did call alex jones in that episode for saying he's satire but not making it clear enough if that's the case so you know like if it's satire you need to know it's satire yeah. so maybe i didn't make the joke clear enough that we don't believe in well, QAnon. i don't think you need well i guess no i mean like sasha baron cohen you know sure sure because he he, he very Listen, much. I just I want to be you know I want to be fair well, and no. balanced. Maybe my joke was no, not I'm, just strong enough. No, 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 no. because <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen very much separates himself as Sasha Baron Cohen from his characters. Sure. Whereas Alex Jones does not. Yeah. yeah. Like like I don't think there's anybody who thinks Borat is fucking like real. <laughs> him, right. Yeah. No. Like, right. It's the yeah. Alex yeah Jones so hopefully is not now hopefully now there's satire. no confusion that like we. It's a joke. It's we don't support QAnon at all. No. So anyway, we don't so, support Alex Jones. Let's wrap up this bystander effect thing. We don't support the bystander the, effect. Because the bystander effect. It, yeah, honestly, like I don't support it, and here's why. <laughs> so this is this, this is kind of not something to take a stance yeah, so on. Everyone vote no on the bystander no. effect initiative. <laughs> yeah. Question one: Vote no on bystander effect. This is uh, this There's is a little note that says opposite. everyone else voted yes. This is the opposite of the bystander effect, and it's kind of a. Uh, it's kind of interesting. So there's one small detail that can make a huge difference if there is an emergency in a large crowd. And Jack, How you kind of talked about this a little bit. You are How handsome. I am because I'm really handsome, and I, so I would never fall victim to the. But if I effect. was in a crowd, I would 
be left I mean, they in call the him dirt handsome because Jack I'm a street rat. We left your you're a rat, but yeah. handsome Brent over here. <laughs> handsome nice Brent. to meet. No, I don't. <laughs> I can't even do that because I don't nice have my to hair. Save is, me. My hair's too long. Right I was gonna now. get so, a haircut today and then come in and be like handsome oh, Jack. But I really wish you would, Jack. Your hair is getting super long. I slept till noon. There you go. That's fine. You know, I know some hairdressers that are open. Some barbers. I'm gonna go to Great Clips tomorrow. You love Great Clips. If I wake up. <laughs> if I wake up ever. <laughs> so in more recent psychological studies, they have found that what we are now calling the helper effect. I hate it. May be more powerful than the bystander effect itself. In a situation with a large crowd, when just one person starts to help, many others start to follow. Oh, this is like a so wholesome, this, this wholesome is, bystander effect. But it is like what you were saying. Like It's like mob the, mentality, the, but make it good. Yeah, like if like you were talking about with uh, Eagle Scouts. It's like if you're in a situation where you're in a big crowd of people and you feel like, you know, there's no one paying attention. And you're I don't think we talk a, about, can we just go back to the fact that I'm an Eagle Scout? I don't <laughs> think we talk about that enough on the podcast. <laughs> um, I am an Eagle Scout. Yeah. Yes. Jack is a, Jack is a master. I only made it to Boy Scout level. I only got my arrow of light and then I, I quit. I was, I was a street scout. Um, Shut the hell up. <laughs> I didn't really. I just, you know. Go back about the helper anyway, effect. So if you're in a, like a large crowd, like say you're having like some kind of problem, you know, some kind of medical issue and you're in a, uh, a large crowd, what you're supposed to do, like Jack said, is point out an individual because once you get one person sort of one person's attention, then other people feel like the the guard is now down and they can help as well. So if you're in that situation, pointing out someone's specific clothing can really help like hey you with the the blue hat yes you missed such you a with the fucking great opportunity i'm wearing a brain boggled sweatshirt you didn't say you, you. With the, you with the amazing listen sweatshirt. jack it's not my fault you didn't wear your brain boggled beanie i don't know where it is <laughs> i lost it again i lost it again <laughs> you with the blue newly added to the website <laughs> blue brain boggled podcast shirt with bb and j that supports us on the show you and it's so comfortable. Go get me help. <laughs> you look so comfortable You look right so now. comfy, man. You look so comfy. Um, but that's what you're supposed to do in that kind of situation because it draws attention to one person instead of, like Jack was saying earlier, like, hey, someone help me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like someone's like you with the stupid striped shirt <laughs> with, the, with, the, with, the, with that totally clashes with those pants. You, hey, you with the ugly freaking with the ugly hat. Hey, you, yeah, the so, ugly one. You. I hope you're better at calling nine one one than you are addressing yourself. Uh, <laughs> uh, you're like literally bleeding out. Like as you're saying all this, you don't do it yourself. I'm not, as an eagle. You're right, bleeding you're, out, and yeah. I say Brent with the stupid shirt. Well, you right. might be bleeding out like after saying all that stuff because you will get stabbed. Good one, Brent. Good <laughs> by one. the knife wielding asshole who is now me. Yeah, Bobby. I was taking Brent's place. I leave my knife upstairs in the in the office, and I was now Bobby's been swiping it around like an asshole instead of me. <laughs> Why so. are we a bunch of knife wielding assholes? <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty something funny. about holding a knife that makes you want to swipe you know it around it like is? an idiot. Do you know what it is? It's because. <laughs> Being an Eagle Scout, I learned proper knife handling uh, mm. uh, 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 knife discipline. Uh, etiquette. Knife discipline. <laughs> Listen, yeah. as a Boy Scout, I learned how to shoot a BB gun at a target. A BB gun? Yeah. Brent, if you went through Boy Scouts, you'd be able to shoot real guns. Because yeah. I shot some real guns. At I learned how to plant camp. strawberries. In the, streets, a, in the streets, in the streets, learn how to make a, a puppet scout. out of styrofoam and strings. Uh, oh my that's god, that's dope! <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, well, honestly, boys, that's all I have for the bystander effect mm. because I started looking into it, and uh, I don't know. People are not as bad as New York Times <laughs> them out to be. Yeah. Speaking of New York Times, Times person of the year, Greta Thunberg. She's not a bystander. Greta Thunberg. I am Time 
person of the year and Donald does not like it. <laughs> now, Ben said something interesting today. I don't know if it's true and I want my bogglers out there to go look this up and okay. report back to me. Okay. He said Hitler and Stalin were both man of the year at one point. Yes. Okay. Yeah, they were, they were, pers- <sighs> were they man of the year or t- times person they of the year? They were person of the year. So yes, that's the, what he so, said. So person of the year is not best person it's most influential person Mm -hmm. so 1939 adolf hitler was person of the year um because obviously he was he was for certain the most influential person of that whole time period phrased it's like makes it sound like an award no it is weirdly phrased yeah yeah well that's why donald trump got all mad that greta won he's like but i'm the person of the year i should be the person of the the century he wasn't even like the next millennia the next person should have been like hk protesters anyway (laughs) Yeah. yeah I think Greta Thunberg is a good choice because it is me. I am person of the year. But I do not want to be idolized. It's about the movement, not about a single person. So please. Uh, I think Brent's Greta is my favorite. Brent's Greta is a good Greta. (laughs) So funny. Even though it sounds nothing like her. It just does. The thing is, is if it sounded like her... It'd be terrible, <laughs> but we do. Let's just make this clear. It would we just love sound Greta. like a little girl with we, like an accent. We love Greta. We support Greta. We support everything that Greta stands for. Next week's episode is the Christmas episode. So guess what, everybody? Oh, guess what? It? Tune in. Well, I mean, I don't know what we're what the topic is yet, but yeah, it will be coming out tuned, on Christmas. Find out on Christmas. Yeah, Christmas is a Wednesday. It's, it's on a mm-hmm. Wednesday. You know what that means. What does that Snow? mean? That means my birthday's a Friday. Oh, what day's your birthday? Kidding! Friday. We all know, and just so you know, we're wrapping your birthday present and your Christmas present as one big thing. So I don't want either of those gifts from you, people. Mm. Don't worry, I'm not you getting people. you all my socks. <laughs> don't worry about it. it better not be those, because <laughs> I already tra- I tra- I, I, those, I've trashed no, those all my socks. I'm not getting you all my socks. Because those are shit socks. Yeah, I never got them for you, don't worry. Despite my bad I really think you did. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I think I have a horrible, like non-lying lie. It it doesn't make any sense. But like when I try to pretend I'm lying, it's like it works in a a way that's not good for what I'm trying to do. (laughs) I'm trying to be sarcastic, but it just comes across as like me actually lying. We just we know that you can just say you're a weird dude. Mm. We we all knew that. It's known. We all knew that. It is known, Bobby. I just I just take pride in the fact that I'm probably the only one who's ever said that your car was wearing clown makeup it in your story. My, it wasn't my car. Yeah. That car in was, your story. It was the woman's car. Yeah. You're gonna fail. And next time you tell that story, just just say. I'll say, yeah, Bobby, this fucking idiot. Bobby thought that I was talking <laughs> about the, the car, car wearing was, makeup. The car looked like a clown. <laughs> when it turns out Bobby was the clown the yes. whole time. Oh, oh, that was, you're looking that in the clever. mirror. I don't need that freaking sarcasm because that was uh, clever. That was beautiful, Jack. Not only it. am I an Eagle Scout <laughs> and also a statewide award winning actor, <laughs> um, I'm also funny AF. Mm. True. Mm, All right, true. let's um plug shit and go home. Yeah, <laughs> guys, make sure you go check I out our seen merch. The Mandalorian yet? Come on, you let's go. Seen the Mandalorian yet? Yeah, no, he's six. seen the Mandalorian. The new episodes out. Oh, yeah, we're recording this on a Friday. I thought they were out on Saturday. 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 No, Friday mornings. Friday morning, six a.m. Is it not every other? Is it everyone? It's everyone, every baby. Friday. Oh, well, I'm gonna. I got it's everyone, baby. You'll learn. You'll learn. When I get home, I'm gonna go home. Watch that. Better than episode five. Episode five was um. Hey, little mini pod on the Mandalorian. Um. Episode five was boring. They, nothing happened. I agree, except for that weird little like thing at the end where like some other yeah. thing approached. It was the also thing. really that short. Was, 
That was the only. Also, it was like a thirty-minute episode. The, the mechanic lady and the like new bounty hunter were terrible actors. Terrible you know who else? actors. You know who else? The who? Uh, woman who was the uh, bartender at the beginning of episode four. She was bad. She was really bad too. But the thing is, is it's all fine the there's, way, there's way more characters in that episode. In this episode, it was literally they were two out of the four characters in the episode. It's too noticeable. Yeah, it was weird because like and they the, were terrible. The mechanic lady is uh, Amy Sedaris, who's like this like really famous like comedic actress. She's been like in uh, Strangers with Candy and uh, well, she Kimmy was Schmidt. bad. She was bad in the. She's hilarious, and but she it's wasn't w- even funny. But it, it was just like I think weird was, to see her in it. I was like, I kind of appreciated seeing her because I love her and other stuff. But I was also like, this is bizarre. Like, I don't know what the tone of this show is yet. It's fe- kind of all it, over the place. It could be like if Steve Carell walked out of the background. Yeah. Like, Wait a minute. <laughs> the biggest issue with The Mandalorian for sure is the tone of it. Yeah, it's just kind of everywhere. I think it has to do with the fact that it's a different director every yeah. episode. But like... I don't know. Like Game of Thrones did that sometimes. Which episodes did John Favreau actually direct as the well? First one. First one. That's okay. It. And that I think that's one it. had the best tone of yeah. all the episodes. Because it, 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 I see. I really liked episode three, which what was is that? what that's the one where he like takes the baby Yoda back and like escapes from the planet. That one's cool. I um, but it's no, I mean, just I like all the episodes. But it's it, it was weird. It was weird and. <laughs> Um, she that the woman made Baby Yoda not cute. She managed to do that when she was holding him. I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> anyway, yeah she, yeah, she was like treating it too much. Like a I don't baby. know. Yeah, yeah, it was just kind of a nothing episode until like the very end, where it's like it seems like the first thing that potentially means there's going to be an actual story to this show. Yeah. Maybe like someone else is hunting him. Who like maybe is another Mandalorian. It seemed like to me. Yeah, you know, episode I don't know. four and five both had no impact on the story mm-hmm. as a whole. Yeah, I, I think it's just try, they're trying to build some kind of relationship or whatever. Aren't there only eight episodes in the season though? Are there? That's what I heard. Exactly. They got to get moving now because like honestly, yeah. not much is happening. I'm just so glad far. they killed Dave Franco's character. Dave Franco. Dave Franco it had looks a like Dave Franco. Ooh. It's just the young assassin from episode. Five. He did look like Dave Franco. He wasn't Dave Franco, but he uh, like, I didn't really. He looked get a that, little bit like a Franco. He, he looked, looked like, like a he looked like Ted Franco. I mean, he's got Franco Something energy like for sure. <laughs> <laughs> he's for sure radiating some strong Franco, Franco energy. Anyway, thanks uh, for joining us for the mini pod within the pod. Yeah, yeah. the mini pod within the pod. Brent, you have a shout out to give. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a review, um, and, and we're we're gonna give it just because it's so good. Okay. And they also did a special request to us. That okay, we but maybe it. if they were like a five dollar patron, they could get a shout out, mm-hmm. like how we you know have it set up. And so, right. but um, it's That's fine. True. I'll give. The, it's, I, it <laughs> seems like maybe they're would, going back through the back catalog was, and back when we were still doing our. Uh, our dramatic reads because they actually said they were patiently awaiting to hear their dramatic read. So we did say we would dramatically read comments. Yeah. But when you, you know, maybe if you want to support the show, become a patron yeah. or buy our merch. Or Either buy our merch. option yeah. is acceptable. So, so Brent, let's hear this dramatic read. I'm excited. All right. So this is going to be a little conceptual on my part. So I'm into it. I should have kind of written out the parts ahead of time. Hold on, Brian. I gotta give pl- you some atmosphere. Multiple parts. I'm playing multiple roles within oh, okay, this one. Okay. okay. Um, I gotta, I gotta give you some atmosphere. I gotta roll up the sleeves a bit. Yeah, he can really just like put that in post, though. You it's know. Okay, it's happening now. Okay. <laughs> cool. Are we gonna get sued? I don't care. Is this royalty free? <laughs> I what do you mean you don't not. care? <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay, so Frank can cut my mic. Oh, yeah, cut the music. Cut, cut the, the music. music. We get the music. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to do this particular read as uh, 
Arthur Morgan talking to Dutch Vanderlyn oh from Red God. Dead Redemption 2 oh about um, our podcast. So Nice. <laughs> did they request that? They did not. That's, that was my personal oh. choice. So All right, I'm in bear it. with I'm in me. It. I'm in it. Dutch! Hey, Dutch! <laughs> yes, Arthur? <laughs> Have you heard of this podcast, Brainbow? <laughs> What's that, Arthur? Brainbow going, Oh, sure, Arthur. I love that podcast. I love Brain Boggled. I'll listen to it while I'm working, trying to support our family. And it helps it go by so much faster. You know, I don't understand how more people don't know about this podcast. I love that those guys put out fresh content. <laughs> and I love the topics that they talk about <laughs> cults, conspiracy theories, all the Yeti talk. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Dutch. Keep it up, my dudes. Is that it? Wow. Yes. Who is that from? Do we have a name? Wow. Um, they're called Cool Hab or Cool Habe. Habe? H A B E? Yes. Uh, hobby. It's, if it's their name, it's hobby. If it's hobby. the German word, it's hab. Yeah, Do you so, know that person? No. I don't either. That's so awesome. I think that might be our first written review from someone we don't... Oh, I mean, that was second one, because no. we had more. First five-star. First five-star. Yeah, five, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that other four-star. We're yeah, still yeah. on this fanfic thing. Yeah, the fanfic. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fanfic statement oh, if you uh, give us a five-star. <laughs> I wonder if she still listens, but... Yeah, so there you go. There's Thank your you German so yeah, they do. They do. Oh, they do? Yeah, because they still like... Oh, I think they do, because they still like our Instagram post. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, so hopefully you've played Red Dead Redemption 2 and know those characters. I've played the first ten minutes. And by ten minutes, I mean like hour. Of I Red played Dead. the first hour and a yeah. half. I'm the only one here who's played the I whole stopped. game. I got to the part where you. You have... did train heist yet? No. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I got to the part where they're at the new camp. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's exactly where I got. That's basically then, where the game opens up. And yeah. then I took yeah. the women to the town, mm-hmm. and I was that guy's horse who you can catch as like mm-hmm. a little side quest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when I went to grab the horse, I pressed the wrong button and I accidentally smacked the horse uh-huh. and then the horse ran off and the oh, dude was like, no. what the hell? Um, so then <laughs> I reloaded funny. and got the horse instead. Oh, okay. There you go. Um, yeah, and then yeah. the game kept crashing. So oh, weird. So it's, I never I, had that happen. Well, did you I play on it on PC? PC? I was on yeah, PC. I gotcha, not and PS4. You straight up need like, like a 20 something. I have like a 1060. You straight mm-hmm. up need like a 2050 at least to run it well. Well, you gotta get PS4, yeah. dude. Well, it also looks way better Wait, you don't have a ps4 i do have a ps4 oh, okay i was gonna say i just didn't get it on ps4, PS4 because i prefer to play on pc yeah fair enough makes sense yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah more. anyway <laughs> the video game podcast has come to an end <laughs> yep so thank you for that review um so if, if you haven't left a review i mean i've seen the numbers there's a lot of you who've listened who haven't at least left five stars go to the apple podcast and leave us some yeah, five we've stars gotten, we've gotten we've really we've like doubled our average uh listenership right yeah. yes we have and we're we're getting a lot of new people i love it so much thank you guys so much for listening we are your brain bogglers no we're the brain bogglers we're brain boggled yeah <laughs> Yes, that's it. We are brain boggled. Our brains have been boggled. Your brains have been boggled. We Please um, support us on Patreon. Buy our merch. Follow us on Instagram. I got college loans to pay off. Yeah, Jack's going back to school. Daddy's so got some habits someone, to keep up. <laughs> guys, we need some merch money. We need some Patreon money because we need to buy a microphone for Jack because he's going to be recording remotely. Not necessarily. Still the TBD if I need to buy a mic. Yeah. But okay. Okay. we'll figure it out. 
Well, we love you guys. Love you. Bye. 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 <laughs> What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.